When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, hello and welcome back. Sorry it's been a minute. I I mean, we're going to talk about this because this is the Mars and Gemini episode, but I've genuinely been not sure. I've just been kind of at a loss for like what the new themes for the pod would be. So I put out feelers to some of our beloved listeners who gave me great ideas, which were all very obvious. But as we talk about what Mars and Gemini is, like it'll make sense why I'm a little blind. Um... You are getting me in real form. Uh, I just was at a dance party, and now you're getting me fresh and raw. So let's see how this goes. Why am I into cancers this summer? 75% of of this month's um, uh, entertainment, let's just say, have been cancer men. So I don't really get what's going on there. I know better. No, I don't. I love, I love, there's, you know, I love all, all peoples. I just, I'm, I'm like, what, what is this about? It's, is it my attraction to the shell? Is it my attraction to the, uh, to the armor? Is it me wanting to penetrate that armor and eat the, the crab meat beneath? Um, you know, live, laugh, love. Queen Elizabeth II is was a Taurus. Um, every Virgo who's listening right now who I've read has listened to my spiel about... Um, I had a great reading with one of our Virgo listeners who was fabulous, and she had to hear my spiel about Elizabeth I and Kate Blanchett. Um, it is just really interesting to think about... Elizabeth II's chart is ruled by Saturn, and Diana's chart is ruled by Jupiter. And kind of there you have it, folks. You know what I mean? Diana having that second house Jupiter um, that so propelled her to style and um, kind of a unique identity, unique expansive identity. Um, And then Elizabeth, who has a T-square with Saturn in the center, um, which brings everything back to duty, honor and tradition. Um, obviously that was going to be the clash of the century, which it was. Um, and I have not watched the HBO Diana docu documentary yet. I'm waiting for my dad to get here because we're going to watch it together and kind of lament things. Um, so before we get into the Mars and Gemini business, let's just, let's just talk about what's going on. First of all, look, I want to say had a lovely wave of new, new clients, some who have come from the pod. So this is the situation. If you write a glowing review of the luminaries on iTunes, you will get 30% off your reading. Write a review, send me an email that you did it at adavidodyssey at gmail.com, adavidodyssey at gmail.com. It's in the link of this pod. Tell me you did it. And I will give you a 30% discount off your next reading, which let me tell you, those are no small shekels. 
But yeah, I think it, it would be, I've really enjoyed getting to do readings for people who listen to the pod. So yeah, um, thanks for being here. Um, in Nylon News, I got to interview my hero, Grant Morrison, uh, the, the great Prometheus of comic books. So that was a big, big moment uh, for which I'm really proud and grateful. And I'm pleased with how the story came out. Uh, they are probably the ultimate Aquarian besides like Alejandro Hodorowsky. So I highly recommend you get up in there. And, you know, if you've if you dug what we've talked about about Pluto and Aquarius, you will you will love what they have to say. And, and, and you know, their new book, Luda, is is insane. It's outrageous. It's spectacular. I just finished Young Mungo by Douglas Stewart. So Douglas Stewart wrote Shuggy Bane, which was kind of the gay novel of 2021, I think, or 2020, maybe. And their follow up is Young Mungo. And both are brutal tales of like queer Scottish boys um, in the 90s and both push you very far and you say is this a Hanya Yanagihara situation and I am I in for punishment and then by the end of the book he fucking wins you over and there is a triumphant moment of redemption that kind of like makes it all worth it Shuggy Bane is one of the I don't know that book is just always going to be a part of me you know I feel like it closed something inside me in a good way and I was, I'm grateful I read this new one, but oof, it ain't easy. Uh, it's easy to read. Not easy to read. It is a joy to read. I mean, it is not easy what he puts the characters through. Um, what, what is this note I wrote? Oh, not interesting. Okay. I'm also almost done with my reread of Harry Potter. What I want to say is this. Half-Blood Prince is kind of the masterpiece. Um, What is it about Buffy and Harry Potter where that sixth edition is just like a whole different thing and a very special thing? Um, You know, this is what I want to say, and this is kind of my life tragedy. If I had to choose between Ron Weasley and Cormac McLaggen, I would choose Cormac McLaggen. I know I'm supposed to like see the good in everyone and like, you know fall for someone who's endearing and special on the inside but if like a hot rugby quidditch player who's cocky and kind of an asshole were pursuing me you know that's the choice i'd make and that's tragic but you know freddie stroma god love him um (coughs) jim broadbent you just you can't beat that um I rewatched E.T. I haven't seen E.T. since I was like nine. <coughs> it was on Israeli TV. First of all, D. Wallace. That woman deserves. Just hand her that she is so fucking good. And, and I also just want to say Drew Barrymore. She's just operating at another level. I mean, that girl, she is tiny in that movie, but that Piscean power is on all the way. Um, This E.T. was some later re-release where they pulled a George Lucas and, like, re-digitized some of the shots of E.T., which is profoundly violating. Seeing, like, CGI E.T. as if that is just normal is not okay. I prefer my E.T. to look like a turd. 
as he originally did. Um, and, you know, this was actually my issue with the new Sandman shows. I was like, I want to see some weird looking fucking puppet people like on the like in E.T. I don't want to see everything digital. You really lose a lot of that like visceral, slimy smegma that is E.T. Um, beautiful film. Jennifer Lawrence is back. Her Vogue 73 questions is excellent. She really puts that loser through his through his paces, which I enjoyed. Um, I will definitely say, listen, you know, the new Timothée Chalamet, Luca Guadagnino film, Bones and All. First of all, I highly recommend everyone read. I think it's the deadline interview with Luca Guadagnino because he really goes after it. And he fuck, it's, it's an incredible interview. Uh, and they try to like bring up the army hammer stuff. And he was like, and he's just like, I don't have patience for muckracking. Fuck. Um, so I read that book bones and all, I highly recommend it. I couldn't put it down. Um, and yeah, I think they both look really good in it. So I'm excited about it. Um, What's this note? Oh yeah, I'm sick of making out. I'm I, I'm sick of making out with atheists. I just can't do it. I'm bored. Um, someone I hooked up with used to come into my cafe here. He told me he thought I was straight the whole time, which is why he didn't make a move. I'm kind of like, okay, I was literally wearing a share T-shirt five days a week, but okay, like, see what you want to see, I guess. Um, Dexter and I talk about this a lot with being Mars and Gemini. It's like people will go to any length to make make us fit their fantasy, even if it's totally off. Um, do you guys want to just get into it? So let's just talk about Mars and Gemini. Uh, this is kind of a moment. So Mars is in Gemini August 20th through March 25th. So that's August 20th, 2022 to March 25th, 2023. The reason it's there, usually Mars spends like two-ish months in a, in a sign. It's there for so long because of retrograde. So Mars will be retrograde uh, October 30th through January 12th. So it's a, it's a really long tour and it is going to have pretty big of, uh, effects. I did write a piece on this for Nylon, which I highly recommend you check out, but I thought we could talk about it here. Um, we can talk about it on a personal level, we can talk about it on a global level, and then we can talk about what what the work is to launch you into the global stratosphere. So let's go over a few aspects. So Mars is going to be the planet of conflict, drive, action, war, all of that. Great. Sex, body, embodiment. Uh, it's, it's the active body. Um, so when Mars is in Gemini, it's a little tricky. Gemini is not a direct sign by any means. Gemini is extremely diffuse. Um, the way I would think about it with air signs is like Aquarius is the satellite. Um, Gemini is the, the TV network. Gemini is the, the TV package. So if you are flipping channels, that's Gemini. Each, you can be watching each channel and get totally into it. And then you flip to the next one and that's it. So Gemini is, we know this, the ultimate channel. They are so just 
in the moment in the experience but then they just flip to the next one and it's kind of like nothing's been learned so gemini is this sign of hyper versatility that can go in a few directions with mars so it's hard because it's just very diffuse and it's it's scattered so mars would really like a direct line of conquest and when it's in gemini it's like not ideal for like you know writing your one magnum opus what it is ideal for is doing a million things so today i have done a collage and i'm doing this podcast and i was dancing and i watched jane Eyre. like nothing really is quite consistent so you know gemini the gemini's i know are the most diversely talented people i know or or, or the most verse creatively versatile people i know i know gemini's who are doing comedy art projects you know they're doing a million things at once they have a million talents that they're not even aware of and it's very stimulating and exciting but it really is all over the place and you can't rein it in so you know what i would just say generally speaking about this mars and gemini period is this is not necessarily the period for your clear plan this is a really great period for experimenting training trying channeling so yeah gemini is a channel gemini is kind of whatever is coming through in the moment comes through in the moment and i would just say like don't punish that um you know when mars is here with that the channel's really powerful so it's kind of like just ride what you're feeling you know like be manic it's not always going to be like this so just go for it you know and the other thing i would say we think of gemini as kind of the teenager of the zodiac and i say that because teenagers have to have experiences to learn teenagers have to transgress to learn teenagers need to jump off a roof into a pool and you know if they land in the pool amazing they had this experience if they break their leg okay they learned a lesson that's kind of how gemini operates they it's the sign of direct experience so it's just really important you know and i was talking with previous podcasts um Fari Hakan about this like we were talking about how we've both had really big summers of experience and about how we didn't necessarily manifest what we wanted but we got all of these experiences that are going to lead us to that thing that we wanted to manifest so it's just really good and I broke I, I was like hanging out with someone this week who didn't want me kissing boys at parties and I like couldn't explain this to him but it's like not even because Mars is in Gemini, but I'm like, I don't want to be consistent right now. Like, I want to kiss a boy at a party and do a million other things. Like, I don't want to, I can't be on a linear track right now. So it's more valuable to be collecting a lot of experiences right now than to be like on a fixed path. And the other thing I would just say, you know, and I talked about this in the, in the nylon piece, this is definitely training montage, okay? So we've talked a lot on this podcast about the age of heroes, which is Jupiter is currently in retrograde in Aries, but when, especially, 
still now and when Jupiter is direct in Aries uh, for the first half of 2023, then as we see, you know, Saturn and Neptune move into Aries, there is this sense of combustion, of new life, of new creations. 2023, we're going to be seeing a lot of new, 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 a lot of new culture, new direction, new leaders, new artists. And I've just been saying a lot, you know, there's this thing of this is the year where the new heroes or the new artists are tinkering and creating so that they can debut next year. You know, I would I I would liken Mars in Gemini to any great training montage in a movie where the hero has to kind of learn a broad new range of skills and hone them. And I would definitely and this goes for the retrograde hardcore, you know, in when Luke is on Dagobah, Yoda is like, and Luke is like, I have to go help my friends. I have to go uh, save them from Darth Vader. And Yoda's like, bitch, you're not ready. Like, you're still training. Um, you're not ready for this. A- and it's the same in Order of the Phoenix when Harry's like, they're keeping serious uh, at the Ministry of Magic. We have to go now. And Hermione's like, it's a trap. You know that, right? And Harry's like, I don't have time for this. We have to go. And she's like, I'll go with you. I'm just telling you it's a fucking trap. So, you know, with Mars and Gemini, it's that sort of a thing. And this will definitely be the case with the retrograde of like, you you might not necessarily need to answer the call right now, but you need to make way for it. You need to open the channels Um, You need to be training, experimenting, playing around. Um, You know, I think a lot with Gemini and with Mars and Gemini of the Two of Swords, which we see the the tarot card, the blind woman holding two swords. You know, that thing about the blind trainee, the blind initiate, you know, who's climbing up the mountain or, or whatever without sight is very much the moment now. Mars and Gemini is definitely going to be tapping people into their creative or spiritual or empathic gates and channels. You know, things are just going to come surging through. And yeah, it's not necessarily the time to know what that means in the big picture. It's just the time to work with it. And, you know, I got a reading from Kat Hunt, my beloved Akashic reader, who I highly recommend, sunmoonearthsea.com. Um she, you know, she told me at the beginning of the summer, like, you need to be dancing blind. And on a Mars and Gemini level, fuck if she wasn't onto it. I go out, I close my eyes, I dance, 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 and I let the gate just pour through. I let the deluge come through my gate, you know? It's a different kind of channel. So I would just put all that out there. We're, think of it as training for the Aries arena. The Aries arena is going to open up we want to be ready. Um, I would also say, you know, Gemini is the lovers and Gemini is the sign of d- duality. I was, it was interesting reading that Ukraine is kind of on the offensive today. I mean, they're, you know, it, they're still being totally bombarded by the Russians, but it was interesting to see like, oh, the narrative kind of shifted. I think it's an interesting time. And I can say this for myself at least my beliefs have changed. You know, if you talk to me in the summer of 2020 and you talk to me now, I'm just, I see things a little differently. 
And I think Mars and Gemini is kind of good for that. Look, to be clear, the American election going down three days into Mars retrograde is not going to be pretty. All of this buildup of voter rights violation that's been going down for the past few years, you know, it's going to be bad. We are going to be seeing the surge of a lot of these moronic, um, you know, Trumper, Trumpers, uh, you know, who, anyways, the kind of Marjorie T- Taylor Green extended universe, but because that's also very Gemini, which is like, I'm just going to say what, what I'm thinking without backing it up. So that's going to be a big theme of the election. And, you know, we think about Gemini as the duality, the choice voting, you know, in Florida where you are, it, it's, you're forbidden legally from giving someone a bottle of water, uh, while waiting in line for the election, it's going to be bad. But what I will say, I think might be interesting will be, will people shift their beliefs? Will people start to see the other side? Not in a like reach out and appreciate each other, but in that Gemini way, what is Mars revealing? And you know, Gemini's card in the tarot is the lovers. So of course it's not great when you have Mars in Gemini because it means it could be on one side and it could be really one-sided thinking. But on the other hand, there's this aspect of dual integration. Um, And especially, you know, you think of Gemini, you think about the inner villain, you think about the duality. So that that may take us to a more ambiguous place, which which could be nice. It may not, Um, you know, just something to think about. I wrote in the piece, you know, friction through contact. I just think it's really important to be collecting experiences right now. Gemini is extremely social, so this is is a really good time for new social interaction. I have talked about this, but it's like kind of at a fever pitch. This Jupiter and Aries, Jupiter and Pisces situation has uh, everyone I know is breaking up. Like every long term relationship I know, every. Um, poly relationship I know is just kind of shutting down right now. I think when we go deeper into Mars and Gemini, it's kind of like Jupiter and Pisces was like, she's getting divorced. Uh, Mars in Gemini is okay. She's bisexual now. Like it's that sort of a thing of like, okay, she's going through a phase, uh, which I highly recommend. What we're, what we are seeing is, some sort of, yeah, if you could be studying or opening your world up or training or exposing yourself, what would be gained? You know, what could get you in fighting shape for the next era, for the next phase, for the rest of the decade? Um, I would just be thinking about that. Like, I would think about that and I would also just think about expanding your talents. Like, this is really hard for me, but opening up my talents beyond my myopic self-definition, it, it makes anything feel possible. So, you know, I highly recommend it. Um, 
And it's interesting, you know, I was watching The Professional with Natalie Portman, which is a pretty fucked up movie. Um, But Natalie Portman, you're just like, damn, girl, you went to Harvard. You've done every movie. Like, it's that Gemini thing of like Natalie Portman, Nicole Kidman, like do anything, do everything. And I'm kind of like, why not embrace that? Um, this being a podcast on Gemini, I think is kind of a, a quick, a quickie. So I, I hope you enjoyed my collage. My mod, my mod podge is drying on my collage. So it looks good. Um, yeah, let me know what you think, what you want me to cover next. You can always leave a tip, uh, cause this podcast is free and done by me. You can leave a tip at, uh, on Venmo, David underscore Odyssey, and otherwise book a reading. You know where to find me. And um, I am wishing you... By the way, we didn't even talk about the Mercury retrograde. What is there to say? Just deal with it, okay? Um, I'm wishing you a really good Mercury retrograde. And a really good back-to-school season. Mwah.